Friday, January 12th. We are on episode three. We're supposed to be with Officer Adam Kahn today. But it's a snow day, or e-learning as we call it now. And so it's just me and a few other bodies in the building. And today we are going to welcome in our first on-call guest that we've had. Because he's in the building too. We have, I think we have about four or five bodies here. But let's welcome Dave Langerud. Morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you today? I'm really, really good. Good job braving the weather. It's cold. It is really cold. It is. It is cold out, and that wind's picking up. The snow's coming down. I know it's going to shift a little bit more to the east, but why risk it? I know. And, and I was just looking outside right now, and it start. Uh, you can't see very much outside right now, so it's starting to get a little bit worse. It is. And worse is never good, especially now, activities director. That's a big, that's a big role. I'd say, you know, far harder than what I do every day. I mean, my, my kids come and go, but you're here all hours of the night. What's it look like today with the snow coming in? How much work have you had to do to get stuff rescheduled and done? Yeah. You know, I think that's the, the hard part of this is it's a guessing game sometimes. And, uh, you don't ever feel like you make the right decision but you got to make the safe decision for the kids. So when it's like this, we, uh, we're we doing a lot of rescheduling. I'm talking to a lot of the ADs around for our activities that we had uh, today and also for tomorrow. There's uh, quite a few of our kids traveling tomorrow, and we're making decisions on whether that's a good idea or not. So for people who might download this today, because we'll, we'll get it out there, we'll get it posted, it's going gonna, it's gonna to launch today. What's the, what's the weekend look like? Everything off. Friday's off, right? Friday's completely off. So... What we ended up deciding is if we're going to have an e-learning or closed day at school, we're just not going to be traveling. We're not going to be doing any activities. That's also including practices. We just want to make it simple that if you can't get to school, it's not safe to come to the school for practices either. So uh, today is done. Uh, tomorrow we have a lot of different things going on from our e-sports is heading up to Minneapolis for state. Um, they have a van that they're taking up there with some kids. And we've got um, junior high wrestling going up to Mankato. We've just got uh, a whole wrestling, uh, our varsity's also um, going, um, as well as uh, we've got hockey going I think there's on. a hockey game, yeah. Red Wing, right? Yep. That's a trip. Yep. And then we've got uh, home hockey as well okay. for the girls. And those are all as of now on? They're, everything is on right now. The only thing that we did not keep on uh, for tomorrow is the VEX Robotics Tournament. And that was because a lot of the schools were already calling us yesterday saying that they weren't going to be coming. So we're looking at uh, trying to figure out a different date for that or waiting for next year. Yep. And I know I do want to give a shout out for a lot of people who did a lot of planning. Burke Egner, the head coach of that robotics team, along with you, um, uh, Dwayne Miller, our building custodian, the electrician. We had a lot lined up for that big VEX robotics tournament. So it is sad to kind of see that go by the wayside because yeah. of the weather this year. But, well, we can't control the weather, but yeah. um, we can... It sounds like I got a little email from Burke that said he doesn't know if he can find a weekend before the state tournament to do it, but we'll do what we can. And hopefully those, uh, those students, those teams get some recognition here as we move forward. So that was a, a sad message to see, but we will uh, have more robotics information probably on this podcast, actually, as we get closer to that state role, just to let people know what the vote, those robotics competitions look like. They are something. 
They're incredible. Actually, I've been through about uh, nine or ten of them. Um, February 17th, I believe, is where the state is, and so we have to have an, an event in before February 17th. So that's what the Saturdays that we're looking at right now. But they're incredible events. We were going to have 27 teams here. They can they can run up to 60 teams, and it is a really exciting, fun time for people to come and watch those. And I've, I've not been to one in person. I've watched them online. And, yeah, it's it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, and, and it's incredible to see the kids that they're making changes on the fly. If something happens to their robot, I mean, they do an incredible job that they're actually cutting parts, they're making things, they're fixing things. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. Well, that's that's cool. Hopefully we get to see something coming up in the near future. Um, what else do we got? We got to see. Let's let's run down. We're, we're, we're here. We got our winter sports going. We've got two basketball teams, two hockey teams. We've got a dance line, the robotics, uh, wrestling. Who's swimming? Boys swimming right Boys now, swimming, right? Yep. So there's a lot going on. How do you keep it all straight? Um, well, I've got great teammates. I've got great people that I work with. Um, you know, my teammates, Megan and Holly, uh, they are incredible people. They're keeping everything organized for us. Um, and it's really, it's difficult when you're, especially when you're having to reschedule during the winter. The winter is a really long season. And when you get to winter, uh, rescheduling as well as the early spring, uh, you see that, you know, you have a schedule, but it changes dramatically. So having great people and the coaches have been unbelievable and helpful. Uh, if we don't work together, it doesn't, it's not real easy. But I've been um, really happy and, and excited about the, the, the support and, and the great people around me. The, um, I remember coming up as a, a golf but golf coach for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, spring sports scheduling is never fun. I I've mean, seen you golf. Yeah, yeah. We've been out there before. But scheduling is tough because, you know, you get out there and you get this mindset. Why would I ever golf in the snow? Because I don't want to make the trip twice. <laughs> I don't want to drive to Red Wing and a little snow falls. Now, nah, get out there, girls. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it changes your mindset on what a sport looks like. I'll tell you that. Well, in some of the scheduling, especially for golf, is that we're relying on, on the golf courses being allowing us to play. And so we're kind of on their timetable as well. So if they're only letting uh, teams play on Monday, you, there's very few Mondays for the season until state goes uh, that we're having to select from. So it's very, very difficult. So you want to play as, as you know, early as possible. So sometimes we look at uh, making some of our tournaments further south so in, early in the season so we can make sure that we're getting all those in. Absolutely. So transitioning a little bit to um, what used to be called a snow day and is now an e-learning day, um, I get that. I, I, every once in a while I like to open up the social media and take a look at the Facebook posts and I people miss the good old-fashioned snow day where the kids go out and play in the snow and yeah. we, we make them learn instead. But I think there's a trade-off, and we can talk about this. You know, this isn't out, a little outside of your AD scope, I'm sure, but we can just chat. What was the snow day look like when Dave Langerud was a little guy? When, you know, we didn't miss many days of school. Uh, I grew up in a small town that basically said, you better get to school. And But we, we had those snow days. We were outside playing in the snow, making snowmen, doing all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and, and again, I was in a different situation where school was close enough to most of us within a mile or two that we could either get there or figure out a way there. Um, and the busing wasn't as, as intense uh, to get around the whole area. Now with so many different, you know, open uh, open enrollment and where buses go now, it's it's a little bit different. But it was um, it was a lot of fun uh, back then. I can remember. Um, but there was also the danger of, of getting to, to school. When I was up north in St. Cloud, we had a lot of kids that walked to school um, because uh, there was not buses or they 
uh, they were too close to get busing. And so that was a danger. So we had to, that was much different. So when we had a, uh, a snow day, we called it because mostly because of the kids that were walking. Yep. And I, and I know when I, I remember when I was a kid, it was sitting around waiting for it to go. And then you'd go and grab your, you get your cereal, sit down, you know, you didn't, didn't get to watch prices, right? Unless you were sick or on a snow day. Yeah. That was the only time I got to see Bob Barker and all those fun games was a, a sickness or a snow day. So it's either cereal and prices, right? Or chicken soup and prices, right? But I remember just 10 a.m. Yeah. 10 a.m. prices, right? Bob's going to be on. We're going to, we're going to be out there. Um, one thing I like to look at is we like to have a, you know, we encourage kids to go out and play in the snow if they're going to, you know, be close to home and do that. But we also want to make sure the learning's there and we have the possibility to learn now on a day. And it's nothing's due today. Uh, for those who don't know, here at the here at Alberta High School, we are not due until Wednesday. They get three days to get all these assignments done. But we want to encourage learning even when we're not in school. So, yep, go out and enjoy the snow. Come back in when you get a little cold. Have a cup of hot chocolate. Take uh, take care of those five six assignments you have for the day, and then and turn them back in. So enjoy the weather. Enjoy the snow. Do a little learning. Enjoy the weekend. No kids Monday. This is a four-day yeah. four weekend for our students for the now. Students, yeah. the, other, the one thing, though, is that, uh, you know, I always encourage them, get outside. You know, uh, when we were growing up, we didn't have all the devices. We didn't have all the things that, that can entertain them now, um, you know, the real-time uh, entertainment. Get outside and, and have fun with your friends and, and, you know, do some of those fun things and not just sit behind your computer or your ipad or your your phone yeah i'm sure the Fortnite servers are not busy at all today oh. in minnesota I mean, i'm sure there's no one on those computer consoles actually at this time what we're recording here it's a little bit after 10 o'clock that we're recording this morning and i don't know how many are up to tell you the truth i have i have teenage boys at home i i, I know the sleep schedule yep yep i remember that and i and i have uh boys that are a little older but they're still sleeping until 11 if they can so one question I get on days like this is I'm talking to my adult friends out in the world and say, yeah, I'll be at work tomorrow. Then what are you going to do? You don't have any kids. It, I get the same question about the summer, you know, because I'm a, I'm, I'm a 12-month, you're a 12-month contracted employee. We do a lot of work in the summer. And I get the, well, what could you do? There's no kids there. There's no teachers there. I said, actually, that's when a lot of work gets done. It, it is. The most work gets done. <laughs> I've just got through, just like for the last hour, all of our spring scheduling. And I would never get a chance to do that during the uh, school day because I have people coming in and out every minute of the day. And so to have this time that I can actually spend on getting scheduling and getting things organized is so important to me. And summer is the same way. Yeah, it, and that's what that's what people ask. What is there to do? There's a lot that goes on. But it, we sat in this podcast with Senator Dornick last time, and the the two guys over there don't see the work that goes as students. They don't right. see the work that goes be, uh, on behind the scenes. And that's what we're aiming for. Yep. Um, when kids are here, when students are here, when teachers are here, that's where we do concentrate our time. Yeah. We want to, we want, we're here because we like to work with young people and, right. and adults who care about young people. We want to communicate with the families, but on days like this, we get to knock out a lot of the organizational work that goes on to, um, to make things happen for all of our students. And I would say that we also get a chance to like you and I, uh, that don't get a lot of chances to sit down and talk about a lot of different things. We get to to uh, talk and, and and strategize and and figure out some things that we don't get a chance to do on a daily basis. And yeah, you know, I, I got into this uh, this gig because I wanted to have relationships with kids and and help them have a great uh, great time in high school and and mentor coaches and and I think that uh, these are days that I get to organize that stuff so I can start making it happen. And I know, I know across the hall, um, Assistant Principal Sievertson's over there. She's mm -hmm. doing a, um, 
intervention team meeting with people online. I had a meeting with our, our union representatives this morning online. Zoom, mm-hmm. Zoom and Google Meet have really brought us into a place where we can get things done, mm-hmm. even when the weather doesn't allow us to be in school. Yeah, and, and I would say that I'm a face-to-face person most of the time, but the advantage of having Zoom and, and those things, especially with meetings that uh, are long, you know, if I have to go up to Rochester or if I have to go up to Minneapolis, if I can do it on Zoom and save some time and be here for our, our students and for our school, it makes it a lot easier for me. And not to mention that um, not only save time, but saving time, saving money. Yep. Because we're, money. I mean, we're, we're employees. We work technically eight hours a day. We all know that we're in the 12 to 14 range <laughs> most of the time, but... You know, every every minute that we could be behind a, we can make a meeting work on a screen. That's less time that we're in the car traveling and not Great. knocking things out. Yep, um, I agree. So one of the things we're working on right now with um, Assistant Principal Gaston across the hall is uh, the schedule for twenty four twenty five. Just let, putting that out there that we have a registration coming up, and that's a big deal coming forward. What is what do you have in place in the activities department to try to get more people involved? Uh, any big plans out there to get uh, our participation rates up a little bit yeah you know i've been i've been we have a really big uh, coaches meeting kind of coming up on the 31st of january and, and i've spent the first six months that i've been here and uh just kind of learning listening and seeing how things work um but also we have some big changes coming up so we're we're doing some new online registration that's going to be really really uh, great for our kids and for our families it's going to be able to track things better it's going to make it easier for them to get uh, registered um, but we're also working on a lot of our youth things that, that you know, I think have been short here um, with our middle school programming, and I've been working with the Y. I've been working with our community ed um, department. We're trying to get things so we can get kids excited about seeing what we have to offer here, not just when you see the, the major sports, but we have activities that the kids don't even know anything about. And we got to get that. We got to we got to get that out there to kids. So we'll have that new registration stuff coming up. Um, we're going to be doing some new ticketing types of things. We have a new website that we're we're putting out for activities. It's going to be awesome. Where it's a one stop shop for all of our families and our and our coaches. That we're going to be able to see all of our scheduling, all of our live streaming. It's going to see all of our pictures. It's going to be a way for people to celebrate all the great things, and, and that we can get that out to the public. Uh, because I don't think that we get enough uh, of the great things that happen at this school out to the public. And that's a, that's something that we really want to do. And hopefully as we move, move that way that uh, we can um, get people excited and get kids more excited about doing activities. And I think we have to put a big thank you out to our Education Foundation who has made activity, who have, who have made it a goal to make activities accessible for our students. Well, you know, and, and that's a great, a great comment because I just met with them. And that whole group is dedicated and passionate about getting kids involved and, and helping. And I was excited to talk to them, and I'm going to be working with them to get them some of the things that we need that they can help us uh, fundraise for and get out there for kids. So um, I'm glad that you said something about that. Well, I said one, 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 one thing a day is what I do, so I guess I can be done today, too. Done. That's, that, that's the podcast theme, I think. i got to come up with one thing during these podcasts, and maybe Fridays can be over, but... Dave, I appreciate you coming across the hall. I know you got a lot of scheduling to do, a lot yeah. of things to do, and I appreciate you taking 15, 20 minutes to come over and chat with me this morning. And, uh, you know, even uh, without without Jack and Mike here, the show must go on, I figured, this morning. And if, if we're going to be here and sitting at the soundboard, we might as well get some information out to our to our people. So, Well, also, I'd like to say that uh, and give uh, some props to, to Mike and, Je- and to uh, um, Jack is, is that they've been great leaders. Um, I've seen them doing a lot of great things. I've had them at, at different meetings and different events. 
Um, Mike Olson has just been named our AAA um, boys representative for this year, and both those uh, those kids have been awesome in in trying to represent the school and being great leaders. And I wanted to say that I appreciate both of them, and I thank you for allowing them to have a platform to do this. Yeah, you you are welcome. It's it, since we brought up AAA, we might as well go into that. It's public, right? We, yeah. It's been on Facebook. We got it out there. So, yeah. um, Michael Olson, the the gentleman who won the AAA award, and Aaron Borsma, I believe, was Correct. our was our female recipient. So what? Triple A, I think I saw 1988 was the first one. Correct. It's arts, academics, athletics. Athletics, yep. And so we're looking for that all-around person to win these awards. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal because it's not only, you know, uh, it's showing how active that the kids have been throughout their high school career. It's 9 through 12. It's looking at everything that they've done. Uh, there's a point system that we go through as, as we find out who that is. But it's also not just because of, of athletics. Uh, but it's their leadership and what they've done uh, in the school. But it's also their academics. Uh, each one of these kids have really high uh, grade point averages, but they've been doing the right thing, and uh, they're well-deserving of this award. And and as a band director slash coach slash teacher for all those years, I got to sit on some region committees and take the – because what happens is we submit these student names to the region, yep. and then they pull a AAA award winner from the region. And I believe there's a state-level one as well, but – seeing the resumes that come across the table and when I've sit on those selection committees, you're just like, wow, how, how is there time in a day for some of these students to do what they do? It's well, a, it's incredible. And with some of the scheduling too, that they have, it's not always easy to get some band or choir or something in there while they're doing, you know, uh, different classes and, and their activities. And so to get it all in there, it's really, really hard. But the, you know, these are the kids that are doing it and the resumes are incredible. It's, it, it is something else. Yeah. Well, any closing thoughts before we go on? Uh, I'm sure we got some shoveling to do eventually, but I think the the heavy stuff's not going to come down for quite some time yet. To quote uh, uh, quote some great movies in history, little Caddyshack. Yes, you got it. Uh, yeah, you know, closing thoughts would be that just um, um, I want people to know how amazing the school is. I want people to know how amazing our administrative staff is, and and, and our teachers, and and the people that are that are working so hard to make this a great place for kids. And I'm just so proud to be here. And and uh, seven months into this, I am very, very glad that I made this selection to come to Albert Lee. And um, just wanted to thank everybody for that. Hey, and thanks for being here. It's been a, I think it's been a great first few months here. We got a, a lot of work left, but take a breath today, catch up on paperwork, and get some things done. And we will, we'll uh, move on from there. Dave, thanks for being here. Appreciate yeah. you. ALHS Tiger Talk has been produced by me, Albert Lee High School Principal Chris Dibble, usually hosted by Michael Olson and Jack Skinnis there on an e-learning day, hopefully out playing in the snow. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers who do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Albert Lee area schools. The theme and transition music includes Hot Swing and Acid Jazz and is composed by Kevin McLeod through IncomTech.com and licensed under Creative Commons. A link to that license can be attained on the ALHS Tiger Talk website. Special thank you to Uberly Community Education and the Albert Lee Area Schools. We'll be back next Friday with School Resource Officer Adam Kahn. Have a great weekend, everybody.